Hello? Hey, what's going on? You can hear me? Yeah, I hear you. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just here chilling, relaxing. It's not uh, much to do these days, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now that we connected, let me introduce. I am Ann Diggity from the Road to Victory podcast. Nice, nice. And, and Siobhan. Siobhan, yes. what, what's the name of your podcast again? Okay, so my podcast is uh, Bohemian Soul. Bohemian um, Soul. Yeah. And I also have um, a YouTube page, which I started, which is very similar to my podcast, which is also called Bohemian Soul, that people can look up as well. Gives you a little bit more of a visual that goes with, like, you know, everything that I have to say. Well, that's excellent. That's excellent. Well, thank you for, you know, taking time out your day to have a conversation with me. Yeah, of course, of course. I love doing stuff like this. I love like sitting down and having like deep and real conversations and stuff like that. That's just kind of like how I operate. Yeah, I feel like we go way back, but we don't go way back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. Like, I don't feel like we ever really like talk like that. Like, I know we went to Truman, but like, I don't think we had classes or anything like that. But I, I, you know, vaguely remember like senior round and stuff like that. Right, right. I I think I was more so familiar with your friends and stuff. Like the people you hang around, I had classes with them. Oh, Did right. you, you went to Sousa? No, I didn't go to Sousa. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. No, I ended up, um, I went to 144 for middle school. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. getting right into it, like how, how you been dealing with everything with like the, the pandemic and and protecting your peace and keeping your sanity. Oh my God. You know, it's um it's honestly just been like a like a whirlwind. It's been like uh an emotional roller coaster, I'll call it. Um so for me, like it's been like very, very like up and down. Um like I've always been kind of like intuitive and like very just like, you know, like I feel things on a deep level. And so, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with my cousin and I was letting her know, I was like, you know, um, I kind of felt something weird coming on before the pandemic even hit. Like a lot of people were talking about that. Like, you know, you, you just kind of felt like this weird, like shift in energy as if something was like going to occur. It was, just, it was just really weird. And right. I was actually um, in Puerto Rico, like literally right before like everything like just like took off because um, I went to Puerto Rico early March. And, um, but I had booked my ticket way before that. And so like way before that, like, I don't know if people even remember, like Puerto Rico was having so many like natural disasters. Like, I mean, like back to, matter of fact, the whole, like all the, the Caribbean islands, like it was just like a lot of like, um, like hurricanes and a lot of like earthquakes, just like random shit was just happening. For the and, last years, hmm? for the last right? couple of years. Yeah, it, it was just messed up. But like, even just leading up to like the whole pandemic, it was just like, it seemed like it was a lot. Like everybody was like, damn, why are you going to Puerto Rico now? It's like not a good time. And I'm like, I didn't know all this stuff was about to go down. Like I already bought this ticket. Like I can't like, I mean, I could like not go, but like, why would I do that? Like, shit, I'm about to be in Puerto Rico. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we went and I mean, I had a really good time. But like, again, I just still felt kind of off. And I just remember going to the airport. Um, 
And like, there was like a few people with masks on. And I was like, yo, this is wild. Like people are really walking around with masks and stuff on. Right. And then by the time I came back um, from Puerto Rico to New York, um, now everybody had a mask on. I was only going for a week. Like all of this took place in a week. And I think I worked for maybe three days before they were like, they just, they just um, laid all of us off. So imagine like all these things taking place like back to back to back to back. Um, so yeah, I was definitely, um, I, I was, I was a bit stressed. I was, I was definitely heavily stressed. Cause like everyone around me was panicking and it was not helping. And it was just, it was just like really, really taking me down to the point where like when I get into these modes, like I just kind of pull away from everybody. Cause I just be feeling like I need to be alone to kind of like center myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so through the midst of it, at, at some point, I was like, all right, like, enough is enough. I got to, like, somehow, like, <laughs> pull it together. So first thing I did was, like, I, I unplugged my cable box. Like, I was like, I'm not watching this news no more. Like, this is, like, too much. Like, they just, like, really, like, just feeding out so much information. And you don't even know what's what, you know? And, like, just a lot of people just, like, like feeding so deeply into it, like, without really, you know, knowing all the facts. So that was the first thing I did. I was like, I turned off my, um, my my cable, whatever. I was like, I'm, I can't do that shit right now. And second thing I did, I was like, yo, if you calling me to like, to to throw your fears and all that stuff on me, like, I can't do it right now. Like, so I just kept my, my distance from a lot of people. And I began to write a lot. That was something that, um, like, I kind of like strayed away from. Um, but I began to write, like, and I wrote mad things that I was writing, like, my feelings. Um, I was also thinking in terms of what I could do to like, um, like benefit myself as far as like like you know future business like plans and things like that because I was like damn if if it takes this to just kind of like knock me completely off my my you know my stability or whatever like I, I don't ever want to put my my trust in the hands of like you know government and stuff like that I was like I need to figure out how I can like make money on my own and have like different streams of income and such so I was just coming I was just coming up with so many different things and like it was also beneficial for me. So that kind of helped, like, carry me through, you know? Uh, I tell you, the uh, pandemic has been a bless, a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I definitely feel you because me, it was the same thing. I was on vacation, and I know the feeling of coming home to, like, a a whole new world, you know? Like, a whole different world and stuff like that. So for me, the... uh, the the quarantine like i live alone i live in uh i live in harlem by myself so the mm-hmm. quarantine you know it, i don't know anybody in the area so right. it just me it's just like me by myself for like a long time and when i realized like the human touch not even like just being face to face with somebody mm-hmm. you know that whole thing is like the human contact you know, yeah, yeah. I think that plays a, a big. I didn't realize how big of a role that played until, you know, I guess the the first summertime barbecue I went to, and then I'm, <laughs> I'm, there, I'm there acting the fool, Siobhan. I'm here yeah, drinking right. dark, drinking light, and and because <laughs> this is the first time I've been around people in a long time. Yeah, like, <laughs> I had so much of a good. Uh, so much of a good time they done kicked me out they're like oh nah 
you gotta go home. <laughs> I, I believe you. I believe you. It's crazy because, like, um, yeah, that was the first thing that I, I noticed too. I was like, yo, I was like, this like distance distancing ourselves from everyone is like it's it's gonna be so detrimental. I even said on my Facebook page like during the beginning of the social distancing thing, I said I was like, yo, I honestly don't feel like social distancing is the answer. And yo, believe it or not, I got attacked for that. Like people were like, well, what do you think? Like, I mean, there's a virus. Code. Like, I mean, everybody was just like up in flames. And I was like, I, I wasn't suggesting that, you know, whatever. Like, I understand that there's like, you know, a virus going on and like people don't know what's what. But I really feel like us just like trying to stay away from each other is like going to really like bring out like depression or like, you know, anxiety. Because like, you know, we're human beings. We need to have social interaction. Don't get me wrong. Like, you do need to learn how to be alone at times as well. But Yo, like, especially through hard times, like, you, you need to be together, you know? And, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, it's wild, you know? Like, I, I seen a video with this old lady. Um, her, I think her grandkids went to go, this is during the pandemic, they went to go visit her. And she was like, get out the car, come here, give me a hug. And they were like, no, Grandma, we can't because, you know, COVID. She was like, I don't care. Come me. I mean, she was re ready to, like, risk everything just to have a hug, you know? And I was just like, that's wild. These are times we live in, man. So yeah. all, all, all in all, like, right now, like, if, if happiness was, was like, the, the cure and key, like, what make you happy right now? Um, what would make me happy right now? Uh, I feel like just more so having a, a sense of like peace of mind. Cause I feel like with me being in the unknown and not knowing what's coming next, uh, really like spikes up my anxiety, you know? Um, so it, for me, I guess in a sense, I, I have to learn to accept that, you know, I, we don't know what's next, you know, and, and, but I have to also learn and trust that whatever is next will, will be for the, the best. Um, but I guess peace of mind for sure. Um, obviously like, you know, good health, um, sharing laughs and memories with good people. Right. Yeah, I think that the, those are the things that definitely like I I cherish and makes me happy. I'm sorry if shit is like mad loud. Like you know how it is in New York City, man. I got my oh, window yeah. open. I should close it. <laughs> like you know what's crazy? It, it, it's for me. It's the same thing. I got the fire alarm going off downstairs. Man, my my window is right next to the train station. So oh man, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time yeah, I. So podcast or like I do a, a uh, you know one of my videos I'm always having to apologize I'm like I'm sorry like I live in New York like there's just never gonna be a quiet moment <laughs> exactly like like the fire alarm is always going off in the building so I don't know if if some is something is on fire or is, or it's like a Somebody fossil bored. <laughs> I guess we're gonna find out by the end of the podcast oh man <laughs> That's wild. What about you? What are you? What are things that make you? Um, hey, I'm a simple man. You know, a, a nice good meal, a nice good meal, something to watch, something to <laughs> learn, something to learn from. Um, you know, I guess I guess what makes me happy now is is family and anything that'll push me forward to. to to become the better version of myself or become more how God sees me. 
you know? Nice. Yeah, 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 definitely get that for sure. I feel like, um, you know, because we all around the same. You're, like, in your 30s, right? Yeah, 32. I feel like 32 old, where I'm about to be 32 in um, December. But um, I feel like, you know, um, entering into my 30s definitely has put me in a um, state of mind where I feel like I just want to become, you know, the best version of myself that I can be, you know? Um right. In my 20s, I felt like I was definitely on some, like, ah, you know, whatever. Everything is chill. Everything is cool, you know? But, like, towards the ending of my my 20s, like, I felt like a drastic change happened in my in my whole thought process, you know? Like, like I've really become, like, a, a, a different person and, like, shed a lot of layers. And it's painful because, you know, like, you're, you're letting go parts of your identity that you kind of, like, you know, obviously identified with yourself and... Mm. becoming somebody new that you don't even really know and now you got to become kind of acquainted with this different version of yourself and you're just like damn like I don't know if, if I'm ready to be this person or whatever you know um, yeah. especially through a pandemic like can you imagine you know so it's like it's a lot yeah for me it was the grow up man I always been a kid at heart like I always yeah. love to play around I, if you would have knew me in school you would know I was just a straight clown like a straight clown. Like my 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 joy came from making people laugh and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So now we thirties, you know what I'm saying? We everything. Yeah. If you, I didn't. I was the type of person I didn't take care of of, of responsibilities. Mm-hmm. My twenty plus everything I started, I I stopped. I I I never saw it through or completed it. So now it's like 30, in my 30s, now I got to, you know, uh, basically relearn, unlearn, relearn and unlearn everything I was taught. Yeah. You know, so it's been, it's been like a process, you know, even from like the way I saw women in my 20s, you know, or, or the way I handled like bills and credit cards in my 20s. Compared to now, compared to now, it's like a whole, it's like walking in a whole nother world. You know, I asked my cousin, I was like, remember we used to joke and laugh all the time? He was like, yeah, I'm like, what happened? He said, we got bills now, bro. Right, right. All of that. (laughs) It definitely changes it. But I think that, um, you know, through the process of it, like, I think the goal is to uh, be able to find some sort of a balance because, like, I do think that, like, obviously adulthood brings uh, different responsibilities, new responsibilities and things of that nature. But it, there can be fun, you know, like, it doesn't all have to be, like, real serious, you know? And I think that, like, um, a lot of people forget that, you know, you need a little bit of, of everything, you know, to be able to kind of like um, sustain, like you need a little bit of good, you need a little bit of bad, like all of this a part of like, you know, the process of like living and learning. So I think for me, like I'd be trying to find out what a balance looks like in, in different things, you know? Right, right. So I want to switch gears with you real quick. Right? Yeah. So the state of the world, you know, right now we in the midst of, uh, a presidential election. Ciao. <laughs> I'm like, did they call that? I guess, I guess so. It is what it is. Like, <laughs> I, I, how you feel? Um, you know, I I have a lot of feelings about it. Uh, let's see, where do I start? 
I I really feel that I don't know. I feel like we we spend so much energy focusing on these presidential like things, whatever. And I feel like the you know we're living in a new a new time. You know, like it's a new earth. It really is. And I feel like um, it's gonna require to do things very differently. Like I feel like a lot of people notice, like a lot of social constructs are coming down. Like a lot of things are being changed. A lot of things are being like just um, rebuilt. And I feel like the way we we be we're being governed is going to have to be one of them. You know, I really wish that people can see that. You know, instead, if we could learn how to govern ourselves, we'd be better off. We just put too much trust into like you know these politicians and stuff like that. And a lot of it, and when you really sit down and think about it, like what actually gets done, you know, like, and I'm not trying to like not, cause I mean, yeah, like, you know, local politicians, they definitely do help to, um, you know, make um, differences in the community and stuff like that. And I understand that also like, you know, with like Congress and the, 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 the president, like they both have to be on same terms to be able to like, you know, whenever you want to pass laws and legislations, like it'll, you know, they'll be in favor of each other. But that whole system has been like fucked for like a very long time and it's, it's not working. So, you know, I think at some point we have to like start switching up the game. So I feel like with this election, it, um, it's depending on who wins, it's, is is um, it's gonna breed different things. Like, I feel like if Trump and en- ends up winning again, I think it'll like force people to like, want to come together more to like figure out different ways to be able to get, um, the things that we need to, to, you know, to sustain ourselves or whatever. I think if Biden wins, it, it, it also can be an issue, too, because I feel like Trump and his fucking supporters are not going to go down without a fight. So I don't know. Like, it's it, like I feel like there's a lot of tension in the air behind this stuff, because I feel like either way it goes, it's going to be like it's going to be a big thing, you know, or more or more of the same. You know, yeah. um, I voted, but I wasn't going to vote at all. That's yeah. how I felt. I voted too, but I wasn't going to either. But I was just like, I, I, I didn't want people to make me feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like it's too many times where, where, where they, the world wants us to be in a position to save the world, but yeah. we, some of us, we can't even save ourselves. You know, and that was the big thing with, with voting for me. It was like. How could I vote for somebody when there's times that I know I don't even vote for my own self? You, you understand? Mm-hmm. I to be the leader that I could be. I don't vote for myself to be as confident as I can be. You know, so how, mm-hmm. well, how am I going to, you know, wholeheartedly, you know, choose a leader when I'm trying to learn how to lead myself? Right. So that was the whole thing with the voting for me. But as far as, like, the presidency, uh, uh, I'll just try to build up the president in me, you know? Yeah. I'm not even even out there, you know? And one of the reasons I voted is because, uh, mainly because, I guess, in a sense, it was bigger than me. You know, somebody explained to me about how, you know, Picking a president could affect like gay marriages and mm-hmm. and Supreme Court and like all these stuff, all these things that are like outside of my world, but it, it still matters because at the end of the day, 
it's, it's not just about me. It's how we treat each other. It's how we treat us, you know? Right, right. right. I agree. So I agree. Was, I definitely feel like you all, yeah. What'd you say? I said that was just my little, like, theory, what I had, how I felt about it. Yeah, no, I, I 100% get that for sure. I do feel, like I said, I do feel like, in a sense, like, we're going to have to start looking at other other means and ways to be able to, um, to, you know, to get what we need and to like be united as a people. Cause like I said, just putting our trust into like just a certain group of people, like it's not working anymore. You know, like this year is like exposing so much, like everything is coming from like, you know, everything that's been swept underneath the rug is being exposed. Every little last detail that you can think of, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think it's a really good thing because we need to examine all this stuff. We need to talk about it. You know, like, we, you know, we grew up when we grew up in a, in our time, you know, like, or our parents time or whatever, like, it was kind of like, everything was just like, this is what it is. And that's it. You know, there was no questioning to it. Although I feel like with our generation, like the millennials, we definitely kind of like stirred the pot and changed that a little bit. We were like, nah, like, I don't want to, you know, like working nine to five and like, you know, till I'm in my damn sixties or whatever, before I can finally be like, I could take a break, you know, like, I don't want to do that. Like there's gotta be other ways, you know, to be able to, to, to achieve different things. You know, I feel like we definitely kind of sparked that, that, um, that idea. And like these next few generations are going to carry it out. And I'm kind of excited to see like what these next uh, few generations are going to be able to bring to the table. Cause I really feel like they're going to, they're going to implement a lot of change. You know, I mean, a lot of change is happening right now as we, as we even speak, you know, and, we just have to like kind of wait to see the rest of it unfold. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. You know, yeah. I'm excited about it too. You know, day to day, like I was, I was saying in my last podcast. You know, um, my great grandmother was on welfare, so my grandmother was on welfare, so my yeah. mother was welfare. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's so reliant that we have a chance to be the generation that that break the curse yes yes and not rely on them so much yeah i agree right right so i wanted to talk to you about like relationships mm-hmm. and, and how do you you know do you are you married do you have mm-hmm. kids mm-hmm. you're in a relationship no, um, no to it all. I am not married. I do not have kids. I'm not in a relationship. Wow. Um, <laughs> because I, you know, first of all, I'm a difficult person. Let's just start there. Like, <laughs> I, yo, I've accepted it. Like, to moving forward is the admit, admitting yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, I'm not even going to like play no more. Like, listen, like it is what it is. But not, I'm not difficult in a sense, like, you know, like I demand a lot. But with me, like, I, I I just, for me, I can't settle. You know, I say this a lot. Like, I just, like, I believe in, you know, equality. I believe in um, you, me and, like, my other half, like, truly understanding each other and, like, being able to respect each other and understanding that, like, yo, I'm not, it's not that I'm a woman, I gotta act like this, or you're a man and you gotta act like this. Like, we, like, I, all that stuff is just, like, that's just, like, 
what we've been like led to believe, you know, like I don't care what society says. Like I, I'm, I'm more concerned with how you feel, you know, and a lot of people don't operate from a place of how they feel because not a lot of people really think a lot of people just kind of like go with what they were taught. Like I'm, I'm such a free spirit and I'm, I'm open-minded and I'm like, you know, like I want to do things differently because I feel like that's just kind of how life is. Like everything ain't meant to be like, like um structured, you know? And I, I, I feel like I get, trapped or like you know kind of put in these situations with guys where it's like you know they 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 admire me they like me because they 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 like that they think I'm different or whatever but you know I say this a lot where I say you know the same thing that that they love about me ends up becoming the thing that they hate about me you know because mm. I feel like people like to possess you and control you like you know they want you to be a certain way and it's like when you met me I wasn't this way so how do you expect me to, to go from who I am to who you want me to be you know, and, and I fall into like a lot of that with guys. So I don't know if it's something I'm reflecting or, <laughs> or like what, but I, that's not what I want for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not your traditional woman. Like I love just doing me, you know, like I love, um, the idea. I, I love going places and seeing things, you know, like I, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have different streams of income. And in order to do that, like, you know, you kind of have to like, dedicate yourself in, in a certain way. That's another thing. I feel like when you're trying to be somebody, especially like like how I am now, like it's hard to like connect with somebody else, especially somebody that kind of has like a structured life because they don't really understand that. Um, so for me, like I feel like because I'm not settling, um, it just takes a lot longer to like achieve what I want. But I do believe that I will get what I want. It's just, you know, like, I feel like in the meantime, let me focus on me because I, I don't feel like I'm where I, I'm where I want to be, you know? Like, I don't feel like like I'm, you know, doing enough or whatever the case is. So for me to even try to, like, look for something when I'm not even where I'm at doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah, I've had my, yeah. No, say what you was going to say. I was gonna say I've, I've had my fair share of heartache, and it's it's let, it's let enough that it, it's led me to realize, okay, um, now nah, you need to like take a first step back and, and, and figure out you first and how you're going to present you to the world first. Um, so people like really see you for who you are and can really understand that. Like if you approach, this is it, this is me. Like there is no, like trying to change this, you know what I'm saying? Like, and hopefully like, you know, I'll, I'll meet more people that kind of follow suit with that. Is, is your heart open? I, I mean, sometimes I want to say sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> if that's possible. I feel like sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It it, it depends, yo, because sometimes like I really do believe in, in love and all of that. But then, you know, like sometimes like my past situations kind of like uh you know change those ideas for me or whatever. But I'm trying to learn not to like hold on to certain things, you know, just kind of like move forward. It shouldn't have that power over you. You know, it, it did it did it the first few times, but after a while, you know, and I say this a lot, you know, people really think that women can handle heartache. And I think it's so fucked up for anybody to say that, you know, because like, especially coming from men, you know, it, it's messed up to really believe that a woman can handle heartache and, you know, move on. Because even if we strong enough, at some point, you, yo, any, anybody, I don't care how strong you are, you get beaten down. It's just like, damn, this is like a repetitive cycle. You got to start, you start to really wonder, like, is this a me thing? Or like, you know, like, Am I damaged or like what's going on? Because they, you know, people say that you know who you who you date, who you hang with, is like a reflection of who you are. And I'm like, ain't no way in hell. Like I'm I'm like these these people that I <laughs> that I've dated. Like what? But then sometimes you gotta like really try to try to find the truth in, in things as well too. 
right. You know what? I'm I, I'm really jealous of like that murderous love. You understand? What you mean? Like I'm jealous of the relationship of like women going to jail for men or men going to jail for women. Oh no. You see the love in that? There's no love in that. That's just crazy. <laughs> there is no love in that. That is just absolutely crazy, possessive, all that. I'm good. <laughs> nah. Nah, that's the type. Like, for me, my journey has been, like, the opposite of yours. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I've been blessed with women in my life that maybe heaven sent, but me not being mature enough or not or it just not being the right time i I couldn't accept the love you know what i really think you know what i really think about that i think it's unfortunate that men and women are you know are raised to be so different you know because women we spend most of our lifetime just creating this ideal person because you know we're, we're taught to like choose one you know, and like, and try to be loyal to one where, you know, with guys, it's encouraged to like have several, like, God forbid you fall in love with one chick, like, you, you know, depending on the crowd you're around, like you, you looked upon as like, <laughs> it's like a, a strange thing, you know, like, what, you need to have mad, you know, magics and whatnot, you know, like, so at different points in our lives, we want different things, you know, like, and then in the ending, guys, guys want exactly what women been spending their whole life trying to, trying to find, like, you know, and by that point, the women are no longer caring, you know? So it's like, it's such a, a conflict of interest and it's so fucked up. And at some point, we all need to figure out how we're going to like just just stop the, these cycles and like really heal from it. You know, I think I think it's the, it's the curse. It's the first heartbreak curse. You know, I, like I, for, for example, I curse myself when I'm... Um, when me and my ex didn't work out, you know, I told the universe, I said, the universe, listen, I will never cry over another woman again. And, you know, and and that's been submitted. That's been submitted. Like, you know, I don't allow, for some reason, I can't allow myself to get over that commitment hump where, where I, I, I start to love you wholeheartedly. And I'm telling you, it has nothing to do with cheating. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do, maybe it does have something to do with other women, but that's that's natural. It's, it's not, but it's not cheating. It's like, do I want to spend the rest of my life with this woman? You know, mm-hmm. especially because you go through, you go through your friendship, then you start dating, then you start being intimate. And then the next level of that is commitment. So I get past the friendship, dating, and intimacy. And when I hit that commitment wall, it's like, all right, do I want to spend the rest of my life with her? You know, do do this. And then all it starts second guessing the whole relationship as a whole. And then then I just then I'll just walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, then I just walk walk away. Not even because do I want to? It's like it's like a cop out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a cop out, and I can't get over that wall. I have I shouldn't say I can't, mm-hmm. but I haven't got over that wall yet because I don't. I have no clue why. I feel you like know? a lot of guys look at um, 
like commitment and relationships like that, which I'm not sure like fully where that, where that's, again, I, I really do think it's, it's just the way we've been brought up, you know, like I said, cause for women it's, it's much easier because if you ask me if I could see myself, if I really cared about a dude, you know what I'm saying? Like I really, really, really liked the dude, really like had strong feelings for, for this dude. And like, he was mostly like ex- mostly what I needed. If you ask me if I could see myself um, spending the rest of my life with him, I wouldn't even hesitate. I'd be like, yeah, like I what? Yeah, like in a heartbeat, and it w- I wouldn't be phased. I wouldn't be thinking about no other dude, no nothing. Like it wouldn't make me. And I'm and I'm a very flighty person. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always like trying to figure out like if, if something's better than the next, you know. But when I really, when I really am showed loyalty, and you know, and I and I match with someone that can I can like really um express my true fears with and and you know my dreams with like that's a lot you know and it's 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 much harder to find somebody that you can like give your all to than you know versus a bunch of uh of different other people you know like that's more rare so for me like if i find that like i'm trying to hold on to that so yeah, like it, think, it doesn't fit. It, it, there's no there's no fear behind it. Like you know, if if I really truly believe that that's that if, if that dude is the one, like there's no fear behind it. For, I mean, for me, you know. I think that for me, you know, I I guess that's the biggest fear, you know, giving my all to somebody and and it don't work. You know, I think and, and that's a life lesson for me because in school. You know, I felt I was real, really, really good at basketball, but I never tried out for the team because there's always been the fear of, you know, what if I give my all and it don't work, you know? Shit, then it don't work. (laughs) Even in academics, I'm like, all right, you know, uh, in high school, we needed a 65 to graduate, so I'm like, all right, I can I can get the sixty five, no doubt about, no questions asked. But for for me to give a hundred, what if I give my all to try to get a hundred, and then you know I've always played life like that. You know, I guess you know I would call it like the fear of success, mm-hmm. the fear of success, right? Right. So I, that's. And I'm right now in my thirties. I'm on a journey trying to root out like why do I always feel like this? Like, you know, a lot of people say like therapy and and consultation and just talking to somebody, you know, just to try to find out. I mean, that's one of the reasons I I started this podcast. You know, is to correct the errors in judgment. And, and turn them into small disciplines, right? You know, right. Um, I mean, I think I think definitely like in this era, therapy is always good because you know, like like I I told you before, I was like I really feel like I want to get therapy too to like pinpoint certain things about my life as well. Um, I think though also that people gotta be that should be aware of that is like you know therapy is good to find out the root cause right because you definitely want to know what the root cause is but no matter what that is um it's still going to require you to be able to say to take a leap of faith you know a lot of people like yeah. struggle with the idea of like trust and you know trust in the universe and, and faith and things like that like it seems like such a fantasy or like a, a childlike thing and I'm like, you say it as if that's a bad thing, like be, like having childlike tendencies is like bad. If anything, you 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 might want to learn from kids because they be living their best lives, you know. Like until we kind of like step in and and try to like, you know, um, kind of overshadow how they feel, you know. 
Um, but then you live in their best life. Can't do, and it's because they're fearless. It's because they got they, they you know, they're fearless and they 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 got a lot of faith in things. You know, they just they just believe in whatever whatever they want to do. They believe in it. Don't get me wrong. They definitely need guidance sometimes, yo, know, because they be trying to get into some crazy stuff. However, that mindset, you know, that mind that fearless mindset, is what we right. all become so distanced from because we've been shaped by the world. You know, so it's it's a matter of like how you said before, like you know, learning that and unlearning and and relearning or whatever. You know, so I think that the fact that you're aware of of you know that you have like a commitment you know issue and and you're or you're you know you're afraid of success and things like that is good. It's good to like be aware because then you kind of know like which way to kind of go with that. But I think the next step is learning to to figure out um, how you're gonna how you're gonna create um, space for yourself or like give yourself like you know faith or, or trust trusting in the universe to be able to say you know what I'm gonna just take a chance and you know this may work or it may not work you gotta be comfortable with that. See, I knew this podcast was gonna be like this. I knew it was certain stuff I was gonna learn about you, but more importantly, it was gonna be stuff I, I've, I've learned about myself that I could push forward with. So this is definitely like a dope ass experience. Yeah, of course. It's you, yo real conversations is always like that. You know, you just you just pick uh, pick a few things and and you take it with you. There's always a few gems here and there when you have to do conversations. Well, I ain't gonna hold you, Savannah. I'm about to uh, head out. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to thank you for this conversation. I would love for us to do another one. For sure, you know? for sure. Definitely. I'm down for it. <laughs> you know, um, I just wanted to tell you, like, continue to open your heart. To, <laughs> I uh, will try. There's there's somebody out there for you and stuff <laughs> like that. And um, I wanted to wish you well in all your ventures of, of life. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you so much. I wish you the same as well, definitely. Continue to be in the best version of you. And for <laughs> the rest of you guys, I wish you love, peace, wealth, and truth. Always wrote the Victory Podcast. <laughs>